0: You know I don't want to be too radical today uh, but a lot of that is is almost like a slave mentality
1: mm. uh
0: where you you are a slave to to your job and you're just just happy to be there mm. and we've done an episode um on the imposter syndrome yeah um, and they're all within the same family they're all within the same family you know imposter syndrome is one thing and that's where you may be in a place where you um
1: Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you, man?
0: Peter, I'm all right. I'm very good and I'm looking forward to this episode. Um, this episode we're going to talk about something that is quite uh, dear to me because it's something I had to um, overcome over over some years. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: No, nah, agree. I love these type of episodes where it's not directly linked to personal finance if you looked at it from you know from Face Valley, but there's just a strong connection, like many things, to personal finance, but other parts of our journey as well, to you know, having that all round good well-being as well. So now nah, looking forward to getting into it. But before we do that, just a massive shout out to our listeners. Wherever you are in the world, keep doing what you're doing, supporting, liking, subscribing, commenting, and all of that good stuff. So, Jax, the topic we are going to be speaking about today is, of course, scarcity mindset, or some people may refer it to as having a lack mindset. What do we actually mean by this?
0: Yeah, so um, I'll start off by actually defining uh, scarcity. It is actually an economic term. So for those of us that um, studied economics, whether at A levels or, or at degree level or master's level, is the first thing we come across because it's actually the number one economic problem. So there is a rule definition, um, and so scarcity is basically where we have infinite wants but scarce resources. Mm. Infinite wants, so we want so many things and we want to do so many things, but we have you know a, a limited amount of resources, and so the whole um, concept of economics is that is how we can find the best allocation of resources so scarcity as an economic term already exists however when we talk about scarcity on this episode we are talking about the lack mindset when it comes to feeling like you don't have enough and then reenacting on certain habits because of this
1: Hmm. that's deep just that final point reenacting certain habits give an example bro
0: yeah. So, so one of the examples I have, for example, um, is something I picked up, you know, growing up. Um, and by the way, if anyone's wondering what a scarcity mindset is and you want to have a picture in your brain, in your mind, as to who depicts you know, a, a scarcity or a lack mindset, if you ever watched um, um everyone hates Chris. Mm. The, 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 the father, I forgot his name um, In the episode But he's um acted by um uh, uh, Do you remember his name, Peter? The, the, actor's
1: the big name? hench dudes,
0: man The big no, hench I dudes I think is his name Dad, can we stop at
1: McDonald's?
0: You got some McDonald's money?
1: Julius, the kids have to
0: eat Ain't gotta eat McDonald's We got some bologna in the back, I'll pull over
1: My father Julius always kept bologna handy Just in case
0: We get one combo meal Drew gets the burger Tanya gets the prize. Chris, you can have a drink.
1: One time I just got ice.
0: Yeah, so you know that that is the definition of a scarcity lack mindset where you believe um, you know, you 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 get something, you hold on to it, and and you have this real lack mindset that everything that you have um, can be taken from you at any moment, and so rather than, for example, being fruitful and multiplying and taking risk and all that kind of stuff, you actually um, hold on to it and you don't do the things that you're supposed to do.
1: And uh, just checked uh, his character name. So it was, of course, as you said, Terry Cruz and his name was Julius. And one of the things that I do remember the show is uh, back in the days, memories. But he. You know, you, you mentioned the scarce, uh, scarcity mindset that he he portrayed in, in Everybody Hates Chris. And I remember him being so hardworking in the show. What is that about? Where's the disconnect?
0: So what, what you find is actually the most hardworking people are probably the ones with the most um, scarce mindsets. Mm. Um, because what you find is, you know, a lot of it is, I believe, um, passed down as a traumatic experience mm. where you've come from a low-income family. Like, again, as I said, this is something I had to battle where you have seen what it's like to not have. You know what it's like to not have something. And so when you first actually experience having something, you really, really want to keep it, for example. And mm. also because um, you may work hard, you may not be, manage your personal finances the best or you're just not earning enough income, you try your best to minimise your expenses as much as possible. You find mm. that many people that live in extreme frugality are those people that, you know, they may say, hey, I'm trying to lower my expenses. But when you really deep it, when you really think about it, you realise it's actually a manifestation of their like slash scarcity mindset
1: that's deep man and just as you was talking when you're saying um sometimes it's passed down and we can actually inherit that mindset me and you of course from you know African heritage um our parents would have grew grew up back in Africa um and uh, you know we all know that there were times when they've seen what it's like to not have something um and when I say that I mean you know go hungry and you know they're not in a country where, you know, the government might provide that support um, that we may get um, in other parts of the world, especially today and stuff. And um, to then come in, um, over here and start bringing us up over here in the UK, um, I, I understand why they definitely don't ever want to feel like, you know, going back to those days and they hold on to things daily as well.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's, you know, and I think, Sometimes I hear people speak of um, our parents' generation as not being very well-educated financially and making some mistakes. But whilst I have an understanding that, that, yes, some of that is true, I think it's extremely important for us, um, our generation, especially the generation after us, to really um, have empathy um, and to really, really understand that, you know, it's not as easy as it sounds. Now, we Mm. are lucky we we live in an information age where Mm. information um, is quite uh, easy to access. Um, we also have, um, I call it standing on the shoulder of giants because they have laid the foundation for us, you know. Hmm. Um, Yes, there might have been mistakes, but it's because of them that you have the opportunity to, you know, even go to school in the the Western world, for example. So, yeah, you know, that's just something I wanted to get out there. I do understand that our parents, you know, some decisions they made uh, could have been done better. However, we do have to have empathy. And yeah, we do have to recognize that yes they may have picked up on some um, ideologies and habits and that kind of stuff for for the the right reasons Um, you Mm. know it it is a traumatic experience where you come from um, for example poverty so um, I just believe our generation you know need to do a bit better Mm. and recognize that we may have picked up some of those habits but we Mm. are better positioned to to actually um, come away from this and and heal ourselves of some of these uh, bad mindsets like the scarcity and
1: the lack mindset. Hmm. That key uh, phrase you mentioned, we're better positioned. Um, I know absolutely, man, we definitely need to make an episode just acknowledging the hard work of our parents' generation and even bring some people from that uh, generation onto uh, to one of our episodes in the future, man, because, yeah, it's, it's great to you know go down memory lane and also just learn, man, from history and, and the challenges that they face so it will help us and our future generation to you know, who are in a better position to be able to continue to progress. Um, but just even just, uh, you know, staying on the character of Julius from the show, Everybody Hates Chris as well. One thing that I do remember, because he was so hardworking and he, you know, he he didn't want to, to be in a position of lack, so to speak. It meant that he was so focused on his job. And my question is there, can that also affect how, one almost sees their value as in they almost feel like they're so they're so happy that they're just to be in a place where they're earning some income that they're just happy doing what they're doing if that makes sense
0: yeah and you know I don't want to be too radical today uh, but a lot of that is is almost like a slave mentality
1: mm. uh,
0: where you you are a slave to to your job and you're just just happy to be there mm. and we've done an episode um on um I believe it was talking about. The imposter syndrome yeah um, and they're all within the same family they're all within the same family you know imposter syndrome is one thing and that's where you may be in a place where you um feel as if you don't belong that's the next level um after just having a job and being happy you've just got some money coming in to look after mm. your family um, so yeah it's, it, it is a journey it is a <laughs> journey that we take and you know his one was um, dealing with with the fact that he's just happy to have a job and happy to have income and trying his best to keep as much of that income as possible mm-hmm. and I think our generation we pick up some of that and we, t- we take it into things like imposter syndrome as well.
1: Hmm. Deep 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 and just for our listeners there Jax um, is right, we did an episode around dealing with imposter syndrome and myself and Jack's just you know spoken a few live examples of what we went through whilst uh, going in our career and to some extent may still go through it on some occasions but that's episode 55 dealing with imposter syndrome do make sure you check that out if you haven't. Um, Jack's um, I guess just staying on the on the topic um, of um, the scarcity um, or uh, lack mindset how else may that look and and again you may draw on some examples for you but how else may that look in reality in terms what we see today
0: yeah so uh, for our listeners as I said the easiest thing is to try and picture um, the character however it does also manifest in different ways and for me specifically it manifested in a different way um and, and, and I'll tell you how you know as as most people will know as uh, most of our listeners will know I got into a stage of, of investing um quite a few years ago and it manifested there as well. And you probably mm. thinking, how, how how did that happen? You know, if you're someone who has uh, is, is sober, educated, um, understands personal finance, um, has got to a stage where they are in the asset accumulation stage, how did you go? How, how are you manifesting a, a scarcity or a lack mindset? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, when I started investing, um, I started putting some money aside. I Was not putting enough money into the investment portfolio. (laughs)
1: Mm. Right. And, and, and Jax, I'm going to ask you a question there, right there and then, um, because I'm not, I'm assuming it's not just because maybe you didn't have an an okay bit of money over there, but why is it that you wasn't putting (laughs) enough money? Because
0: Because I was shocked. Because I was scared. (laughs) Right. Quite frankly, no matter how educated I was, you know, no matter how much I understood the financial markets and the stock markets and that kind of Mm. stuff. I still had this inherited fear mm. of losing money, huh. um, and so when I was depositing money into my investment portfolios, even at a time where my savings rate was high, I was not investing near enough as as I possibly could mm. because I was afraid of seeing volatility and I was afraid of losing money, even though I am young, I have the ability to grow my earnings potential. And so I can take more risk and ride out uh, negative periods of volatility or recessions and that kind of stuff. I knew all of this, but the inherit, just, that's why I say these things are inside of you. that They're in your subconscious. Mm. I was not investing enough money. Now, I also said there are many people that believe that um, if you are, you know, we have natural savers and we've got natural spenders. Um, I'm a natural saver. And you probably think, oh, if you're a natural saver, then you are much better than a natural spender. Well, Mm. absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. Because your natural saver mentality may be absolutely linked to your scarcity and lack mindset. You want to save every single penny that you have because you are scared that it will run away from you and you are afraid that you may not be able to make it back again. And Mm. that is not a great money mindset. That is a bad money mindset.
1: No, that is deep, man. Um, And and I know that's similar with the imposter syndrome. That's something that we always need to almost try and be aware of. And I think a lot of this is about, being self-aware because there isn't you know you know um it doesn't mean one is your wrong person or your bad person but it's about our mindsets that we have and being aware of our mindsets and what we can do to challenge our mindsets um to hopefully lead to better outcomes and Jacks, I'll be honest obviously whilst growing up me and you obviously grew up in in more of a rougher part of London at the time which is pre-gentrified hackney East London wherever you want to you know call it um but um you know when we was growing up all we really saw around us wasn't anything that screamed abundance so how does one and and this is obviously still a reality for many today right um and so you can imagine why naturally we have that mindset not only is it inherited but it's all we see around us how can one challenge that
0: well firstly firstly it took divine intervention for me to start (laughs) having (laughs)
1: It I don't took, know why I'm laughing because it's the truth, bro. because
0: it's true, ah, it's, it's so true. It took divine intervention, huh. and of course, there are practical ways, and we'll talk about the practical ways yeah. of how I managed and, and how we have managed to build an abundance mindset. But when I say divine intervention, I'm not joking. Mm. Uh, and by the way, uh, big um celebrations, I got baptized um, on Easter Sunday, so I'm come, very, on, very, come, on, very come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, which is why I'm about to preach but um, <laughs> but if i'm bro, bro, let's this...
1: stop there one second but I'll just let that ride over we take a breather we celebrate that we give thanks to God for an awesome moment in your life as well man so congratulations uh, to you on that my brother
0: I appreciate it bro I appreciate it but honestly the truth of the matter is my confidence came from God really and truly um and it's kind of knowing who you are in God um, that allows me to understand that actually God created me to be fruitful to multiply to have dominion mm. the word dominion comes from it's similar to dominate right to dominate the world mm. and so when I am a, when I recognize that I'm a son of God and I've, I'm, I've, I've been created to dominate how how can I have the scarcity mindset you know how can I have a mindset of lack right but of course the important thing is not to have faith without works and Mm. that's really really important and so it wasn't just having the faith it was then how do I then begin to actually manifest this and, and really build confidence and a lot of that is taking a look at myself and actually saying well what is my ability and willingness to learn and earn what is my ability and willingness to learn and earn. Hmm. And knowing that if I have that ability and I grow my knowledge base and I educate myself and I make wise decisions, I will always have the opportunity to increase my earnings and the opportunity to manage my finances effectively so that I will not be in a position where I never ever have money, for example. Mm-hmm. Um for so little things like budgeting, learning how to give, things that change your mindset in different ways. For example, even the listen, giving is one that was one of the most difficult things for me. Hmm. And people would be like, well, jack's you're such a giving person. How was how, how that difficult for you? Oh, I can give you my time, I can give you my energy and most of my resources, but it was difficult for me to give away money because of what i grew up with and so when you kind of really really battle and you go into battle with 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 yourself to say hey i'm going to take this uh, moment and i'm going to actually do something that feels painful at first you practice you practice you practice you realize that actually there are some principles that have already been ordained. that once you practice you start to live in abundance it's like everything else you know if you if you're someone who wants to become fit you have to change your mindset you have to go through a bit of pain you have to do things like your body might resist at first but mm-hmm. when it's all said and done the results are there for all to see
1: hmm. I'm loving him. I'm loving, him, man. Just as every second was going, as you was talking, I could just hear, feel the confidence easing out of you, but that's something that's taken time. And it's not confidence in you, Jax, as a person, but it's in confidence in the God that you serve, confidence that God has created you um, to be someone that can add value to the world as well. So, um, no, man, I'm, I'm I'm loving it, bro.
0: Yep, yep. And, and, I, and I tell people, look, you know, some people struggle with a bit of faith and they need to see evidence uh, before they they feel faith but trust me just just why don't you give it a go
1: mm. you know give
0: it a go try to tithe for example tithe you know you use what they used to use in historic times of 10% as, as a guide T- take 10% of your of your income and give it away and see how that makes you feel and just try to do it for three months six months a year and see how that changes your life how that changes your mindset
1: and, and I guarantee
0: that. you will change things
1: and for those that um are not of the christian faith for example or um yeah don't have a a a church to give to where else can they give to
0: yeah any charitable cause Mm. you know any charitable cause that you believe in that you think really adds value to people that you know need what you can provide them just do it just do Mm. it 10 percent. it could be any charity of your of your choice
1: I agree, man. And what I've always found is that actually, when you budget, you can actually afford to live on, well, 90% of your your income. Uh, Again, this is all uh, personal to the individual. But what I found uh, during my career is that I'm more than capable of living on less than 90 even less than that to be honest but 90 percent of my income which means that 10 percent, i am able to give away um wherever that may be but it's it's you know it's part of the the character that is building within you um and developing um certain characteristics um that are just invaluable man um and it just becomes a natural part of you once you're you're doing it for months and years and so on as well man so no absolutely bro
0: yeah. And, and, you know, when I, when I talk about, you know, practical tools to help you, yes, have faith and practice tithing, for example, and that might all be difficult for you, but as say practice it anyway. There are some things that will further aid your ability to uh, battle this scarcity slash, slash uh, lack mindset. And one of those things is trying to develop a heart of gratitude mm. um, and, and, and being content with what you actually have. Uh, Some of the times the reason why we have this scarcity mindset is because we are always looking for things and comparing ourselves to people that we see um, uh, within our circle, people that we see on social media, people that we think are our peers. And we try to strive for what they have Mm -hmm. Um, and and that can itself create a a lack mindset like I lack this thing, I I, I need this thing, I don't have the the resources to, to, to do this, you know. And so it is really about looking at what you do have looking at what you do have and not comparing it to everybody and then you will realize that actually you are rich beyond measure you are very especially if you live in the western world you are rich you know you are very rich so it's very important to understand that and then of course start positioning yourself to earn more by you know being wiser uh, by uh, learning skills that will increase your value you know we talk about um, uh, people that work hard and still have this like mindset a lot of the time it's because um, they are doing potential roles that uh, could be done by everyone else. Mm. So in terms of the value added that they bring and, and the way they are valued in the, in the market is not that high because they're easy to replace. So you've got, as I said, you, the ability and willingness to learn is your tool. You can upskill, learn new skills, and that the market will pay a higher premium for them when you're getting right now. Mm. It takes an investment.
1: No, absolutely, and I think there's a difference between working hard and working diligently as well. Um, I'm always more leaning towards the working diligently side of things, and um, and I'll uh, you know I'll, I'll say uh, just even in regarding that in today's day and age, as you mentioned, if we're in the Western world, there's just so many tools online to develop your skills for free, even um, if you have access to the internet, of course. Um, so yeah, we're just in a world where. There's just so much out there to, to, to embark on and develop ourselves and provide more value and have the ability to, um, well, increase our income as well, man. So we definitely thank God for that, just the world we're living in right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think sometimes a lack mindset is, Taken out of reality sometimes you have to bring yourself to reality um mm. to see the opportunities around you because there are vast amounts of opportunities around you if only you open your eyes and you're not so fixated and i think that's what the issues is of the like mindset you become so fixated on the small things you become mm. so fixated on not turning off the light you know and saving the pennies and um Spending only five minutes in the shower instead of the 20 minutes that I enjoy, you know, Mm. (laughs) things like that, you know, being extremely frugal and sometimes even lying to yourself that actually your extreme frugality is because you were such a good saver, Mm. Um, but actually you're not enjoying your money, you're not enjoying your life. Um, and you're not even growing your wealth. You're saving all this money, but you're not even growing it because what comes with the scarcity and lack mindset sometimes is a point where you realize that actually all this money I've saved up is is, is killing me. And then you hmm. go on a shopping spree, uh, retail therapy, whatever you call it, and then you end up blowing the money anyway. Hmm. So it's it's something that we need to uh, be aware of, as Pierre said, it is the, the the beginning is being self-aware, you know, understanding that it exists and being honest with that and I'm taking the right steps forward to actually deal with it. It takes time. I'll be honest with you. It took me a while, and sometimes it, it still lingers because yes, I have experienced what it's like to only buy a few wings and chips when everybody's buying a burger and chips and, and buying bottled drinks, and I'm having to buy uh, the, the fruit shoot or, or the panda pops. It was. I remember it very very well. Right? Those, those,
1: those were the old, old school unhealthy days. <laughs>
0: the old school unhealthy days when how oh, good. I, I, that's the thing. I couldn't believe how much money. <laughs> I can't even believe what I was eating those times every single day you know every single day um, and so it's one of those things where yes we, we know it's a habit and the mm. thing about habits is they are built over a long period of time mm. and it takes a lot of time and intentionality to actually overcome those habits and to create new habits that will serve us for the long term
1: that's it man it's it's long term as as we always talk about on on world finance podcast this is always a long-term development thing um and and funny enough you know when you was just mentioning just in in terms of that bit around some people think they might be great savers but deep down the the root cause of why they're so great they're so you know quote good at saving is because they have this mindset that we've been talking about for the past few um half an hour or so but um and, and one thing that I also learned as well um, when I was growing up, because I'll definitely say we, we've all had had this uh, mindset, and I certainly did have this mindset, is that when I'm actually around people who are maybe those natural spenders, I could probably learn, I'd, well, not could, could probably learn, I did learn one or two things uh, from them in terms of how to also enjoy my money at the same time as saving as well.
0: You have to you have to enjoy hmm. the fruits of your labor.
1: Absolutely. Um, and,
0: and as I said, look, guys, I, I I'm making it very clear that this is something that it is a battle, mm. right? Because when when you spent uh, your whole childhood in a certain environment, it becomes a part of you, and it takes time. And so every so often, even at this current stage of my life, every so often I might slip into that. Mindset where, Mm. um, you know, uh, uh, all of a sudden um, I'm not buying new suits for work, Mm. for example, and I'm happy with what I have. Deep down, I want some new suits, (laughs) you know. and so one of the things is when i do come as psa when i do come across a natural spender i admire them i admire them as, as long as they are people that are you know quite um uh faithful and intentional with their money they're not just you know spending mm-hmm. for the sake of spending and, and going all crazy but i admire them because you know ultimately what we want is a good quality of life and being able to enjoy your money and spend money on things that provide you with value is mm-hmm. extremely important
1: Mm, no, absolutely, man. And I think one one thing that's certainly been helpful for me is also people who you surround yourselves with, Um, obviously yourself, but we all have, we have like our own accountability group as well, but just others that we've grown up with where, you know, you know, we've come from fairly similar backgrounds, but, you know, you've had your, you know, various successes, and it's not even, a, it's about drawing inspiration from those successes, because you mentioned, you know, when people are trying to keep up with other people, it's not about, it's so Important that we don't try and keep up with other people, but we're inspired by people who have come from fairly similar um backgrounds to us, but and then have um had some successes. Um so yeah, drawing inspiration rather than envy.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And um, the last tool I will give you is a tool that we have always spoken about, and it is at the heart of all financial planning is to have a budget, or if you don't want to call it budget again. For us that came up with this, you know, it's disgusting to We hate the term budget mm. because it's traumatizing. <laughs> That's
1: so budget.
0: <laughs> You're so budget. So it's traumatizing. So, you know, you can use the, the phrase spending plan. Mm. But essentially one of the tools that has helped me specifically is to create a spending plan where I actually incorporate enjoyment money. Money that is used to uh, pay for things that I really, really enjoy and stick into that budget.
1: Hmm. Love it, love it, love it, man. Uh, thanks very much for that, Jackson. Um, and I think essentially, you know, th- when it all comes down to it, we understand and know that the scarcity mindset is something that's common, it's prevalent, it's amongst all sorts of communities for different reasons. Me and Jax obviously reflected on, on I guess, based on our experience, particularly coming from a, an African, a Black African um, upbringing household. and um, But we also understand that, that that mindset is not permanent. And like any other mindset, there are ways to shift this um, and change this and have that, you know, abundance uh, mindset that we can have. So Jack's man, it's been really, really good. Um, before I just quickly um, give a shout out to our listeners, if you have anything to close up on.
0: No, I think this has been a great episode. episode. Um, it's it reminded me again um, of my childhood. Uh, and it's even reminded me that I actually do need some new suits. <laughs> so.
1: Bro, uh, so, our guy, uh, I, uh, I want to plug his name, Daniel. Um, Daniel Raja. Yeah, I, I need to go to him. He's, his suits are something else. So Absolutely. I'm in agreement. We just come out of a pandemic, bro. Well, this you haven't is been it. wearing suits
0: well this is it and i've just realized you know i realized that my suits you know uh i need some new ones i need some new uh white shirts and i need to look slick you know we were back you know everyone's back
1: that's um, in it. The city
0: today i bumped into about seven or eight people in the city um and i was like yo i need, I need to buy some new suits <laughs>
1: ah good stuff good stuff man uh hopefully our listeners were inspired man and hopefully this resonates with you and we've just like any of our episodes this isn't like the only time we speak about this stuff we continue keep the conversation going man and as things evolve and we bring different aspects of the conversation to it so um yeah hopefully you found that useful and you can um give us a shout out man shout out to us if you want to talk about anything relating to this or anything else that can tap into our personal finances and just staying on the topic of our listeners and um, we give a shout out to where we're getting new listeners from or a city that we haven't um shouted at before and this city that we're going to give um make some noise for today jacks is a city called tampa and this is in florida Woo, 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 woo. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on,
0: come <laughs> yeah. on! Yeah, oh, that's, that's we get a lot of listeners from America. That's amazing, guys. That's really, really amazing. You know, I hope you are gaining tons of value. Um, I've been to Florida before, but when I went to Florida, it was Miami, Florida. Um, <laughs> so it'd be interesting to know what Tampa is like. But yeah, welcome to Work Finance. Um, my name is Jax. I'm here with my co-host Peter on this channel on this podcast we talk a lot about personal finance and every so often we talk about things that relate to our our general life and general life skills and so if you are enjoying the journey make sure you um, subscribe to us uh, like us uh, download our episode join our patron if you want to have more of an exclusive um, relationship with us so we can continue the conversation
1: That's it, man. That's it, man. Thank you very much to our listeners over there and to all of our listeners around the world. You know what you need to do. All of that good stuff which supports us and which keeps us going. So thank you very much again. And remember all, stay woke.